I'm a little too young for this, but I know my brothers used to get a record, an album, and they would come home and have a bunch of friends come over and everyone would sit down and listen to the album together, yeah. you know? And that was what you did. And you listened to it a couple of times and you read the liner notes and you looked at the artwork and you did it all together with, with like, you know, a bunch of buddies. And, um, and now then, then the Walkman came along and people were like just popping, popping into their own ears. And that's evolved so much to the, to the point that people don't even buy whole records. They just get a, you know, get songs and put them on their phone and, and, and plug in. And there's music constantly playing in their world, but it's, only in their world, you know? Welcome to the Better Each Day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard. Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Today's show is brought to you by your future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. Sing Louder with Megan Carey. On July 8, 2017, Megan Carey invited 48 fans and friends into the recording studio to unite their voices in song. The video is available on YouTube, and there's a link to it and everything Megan on the Better Each Day website show notes. Here is the backstory of the making of the video and the inspiration behind the song Sing Louder. This is part two of Megan Carey's backstory and the writing of her song, Sing Louder. So, uh, it's, it's really cool. You gotta check out the video. It, I think you'll like it. This was well thought out. You really, did your fans come up with those ideas or did you do it or how did that come about? Well, the, the idea of the words, so I, a fan of mine was like, well, you should record, you know, you should videotape this. And she said, I'll help you out. And I said, great. So we decided to do that. And then, then we were talking about it. I was like, yeah, I'd like to make a video. But said, you know, we should have, uh, we want to have it be a music, but we want to have the music, but we want to have people, uh, you know, let them express themselves. Because it's all about expressing, you know, and, and what's important to you. So uh, another person was like, oh, why don't, why don't we make signs? So I brought, uh, you know, some people brought signs from home and then I, I brought some paper and pens, and when they got there, Sharpies, they just, people created signs on the spot, and some people, like I said, brought them from home, and and, uh, and that, it just kind of organically came to be. Mm-hmm. And then um, Allison Kayoki, who's a yoga teacher extraordinaire and a dear friend who also sang, she uh, she edited the whole thing, the whole video, obviously. It was, it was, the whole thing was a labor of love by so many people. I'm just, yeah. So, I'm so grateful. That's the best way to do so it. I think. Wow. Yeah. It's you have some relationships. I think that are just golden. It sounds like. How could you go wrong? Yeah. 
I'm lucky. I'm really lucky that way. Um, I just have so many. It, it, when we moved to Philadelphia from New York, um, it, the, the Philadelphia music scene is really inviting. And um, I feel like there's so many great artists and so many music lovers, listeners, and um, people that just get, they get it. They get the importance of going out and hearing live music and, and, and sharing music in community as opposed to just, you know, with your, your earbuds in mm -hmm. by yourself. Wow. And, um, yeah, it's really, it's, it's a, I'm very, very lucky. <laughs> that That's great that, uh, there's that appreciation for live music still. I don't think that'll ever go away. How could it possibly, you know? Yeah. I think I think that's right. I think that you know it kind of goes in waves. We 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 um, isolate ourselves. The more we isolate ourselves, the more we realize. With with with, you know, first it was the Walkman, and then or the boombox, even you know, because instead of, you know, I, I was a little, I'm a little too young for this, but I know my brothers used to get a record, an album, and they would come home and have a bunch of friends come over, and everyone would sit down and listen to the album together. Yeah. You know. And that was what you did. And you listened to it a couple of times and you read the liner notes and you looked at the artwork and you did it all together with, with like, you know, a bunch of buddies. And, um, and now then, then the Walkman came along and people were like just popping, popping it into their own ears. And that's evolved so much to the, to the point that people don't even buy whole records. They just get a, you know, get songs and put them on their phone and, and, and plug in. And there's music constantly playing in their world, but it's, only in their world, you know? And it's, Not, usually, it's usually singles, too, I think. And it's singles, yeah. So there's a whole... So to, so as that, as the more that happens, the more, I think, we people are like, I've got to... The, anyone who's really a music lover, I think, needs their community music fix. You know, their live music with other people. Um, hearing, hearing the stories, hearing the flow, hear, you know that they 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 come out to find it. So thank God because because I love live shows. <laughs> I, love, I love getting up and still playing for you. So come, come out. I'll come, I'll play for you. I promise. I'll entertain you. I'm sure they will. Yeah, it's the event as well. I think uh, standing next to your neighbor in flesh and blood, you know. We're all part of yep. the village, you know, and it's it is cool yeah. for everybody to get together and say, "Yeah, this is good." And if you have somebody like you in front of them with good thoughts and uh, and playing the music, mm -hmm. it just don't get any better than that. <laughs> uh, it done, it done. You know, I have to. So, I, so the story of Sing Louder, how I wrote Sing Louder, is so is interesting because it, it was not a happy story, and the, and the song is a very joyful song. But the story was that um, this this uh, artist that I knew, um, she was living down in Philly, and, and she lived in an apartment building. And the woman who lived above her played the piano every day, and she knew this because she could hear it coming down to the you know to the floor. And um, this woman lived to be 103 years old, and um, and they 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 gotten to be friends because my friend was a musician as well. And uh, and before before this this. Uh, older woman died. She she told my friend that she'd like her to have her piano because she didn't, you know, she'd outlived all of her family and friends, and so she wanted her to take the piano when she died. And so when the movers came to clear out the upstairs apartment, 
my friend went up to uh, ask them about the piano and they said, well, we can't give you that piano if you don't have it in writing or something that, that it's yours. Hmm. So she went downstairs to sort of figure out how how she was going to get them to, you know, what she was going to do to get something in writing or whatever. And she heard the sound of an upright piano being tumbled down the stairs. And these guys had just decided they, you know, they didn't, they, no one, no one else wanted the piano, right? And they weren't going to give it to the gal downstairs. So they just threw it down the stairs. No. And then it was, yeah, and it was left out on the curb with a sign, you know, free piano. It was pouring rain. So it was it was destroyed anyway from being tumbled down the stairs, and then it was just out in the rain. And she was writing about this on Facebook. She said, oh my God, I gotta write this song. I've gotta write this into a song. This is just devastating. So I ran into my living room, and which now is just we've given it up. It's called the music room now. It's got all of our. We just throw all of our gear in there, and we get back from a gig. So there's guitars everywhere. And I picked up a guitar I hadn't picked up in a long time, and when I opened it. There was a song like waiting in that guitar yeah. about is, the guitar. Is that crazy? You know, you know how that happens, right? Yeah. So I was like, so I wrote that song, and it happened to be Manny's favorite. It was his his prized possession, and I hadn't played it in years and years and years. So when I pulled it out, it had a very poignant, very sad song in it. So I was like, okay, well, I still have to write this song about the piano, but I just wrote a very sad song about an instrument. So I'm not making this a sad song. That I've got to find the joy in this story. And there's so much joy in this story because here's this woman who lived to be 100 years old. She played music every day. She struck up a friendship with a, you know, 30-something-year-old and, you know, lived her life to the fullest, right to the very end. So that's what I wrote this, this uh, song about because, you know, we get to write our own endings. It's, it's up to us. So I chose to, to write a joyful song about this woman and her piano. I feel feet tapping through the floor. I hear hammers on strings rising under the door. She is whiling the hours away. She plays her music most every day. She seems that I've never known Over 100 years old And she is still on the go When I ask how she's lived all those years Well, she laughs till she cries Then she speaks through her tears She says, live what you love And love what you do Laugh with your friends And cry with them too Oh, sing every day Sing out loud Sing out 
bouncing out clear If you don't know the words Sing louder Sing stronger Sing louder, sing stronger For all of the world to hear When she left us The silence was deafening So I climbed up the stairs To a room And I sat at her keys With my hands on my knees Till a song filled my heart It was loud, it was clear Now I wasn't quite sure Of all other words So I sang louder I sang stronger piano out in the rain i've got this black and white really <laughs> sad picture yeah. in my head and you made a joyful song out of that huh yeah, yeah. Well, because you can you can you there you know i i always tell people uh if you share your stories then you get to own them you get to you own your own story and if you do own it you get to write the ending yeah. so i you know my story of how i got into music could have been a really really just sad, devastating story. Lost my fiance, everything, didn't know what was going to happen in my world. But it didn't end up being that because I got to write the ending and I got to, I got to have this incredible life and I'm now married to an amazing man. I have two beautiful children and we all make music and, you know, I, I get to write the ending. We all get to write the ending. The pen is mightier than the sword. You're very uplifting to talk to. You know, it'll re- <laughs> it'll reflect. That's one of the great things about doing this show. Is I always try to to do like you know, broken piano in the rain. Make something good out of that. And uh, yep. yeah. So uh, and I'll edit this part out because I'm talking about myself. But yeah, um, I, when I go back and listen to previous episodes that I've kind of forgotten about. They were like, wow, that, I think that's way better than even I even thought it was at the time, you know, because it's somebody with a story like what you just had. The backstories are always always the best. But Yeah, well, I, I, I hope that we'll, we'll 
I hope we'll get to actually meet in person somehow yeah, someday. Yeah, that's always We're my wish. different sides of the country. Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter that much. Um, I have a, a long bucket list. It includes getting out and meeting some of the people that I get to talk to. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Hey, you know what, Bruce? Before we get off the phone, I should get your email so I can send you this link to download the song. Okay, it is Bruce. Bruce? That's at, my brother's name, by the way. Is it? Oh, I, I brother Bruce. Mm -hmm. At better at better each day. At better each day. day dot me. It's a dot me. Dot me and yeah, I could yeah I couldn't get the uh, domain for dot com, so I, I went with dot me and I thought better each day dot me that's kind of cool so we'll go with that anyway. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I didn't. I have, think it's really cool. I didn't have a choice but yeah, see it was in the stars just like the stuff that happens to you. My life's kind of turning out the way what you're talking about. I look back on it, I go, well, what in the heck? I couldn't have scripted it, you know. I would have never written it I, like that. And when I tell people about the things that I've done. It sounds like I'm lying sometimes. I'm no, no, really. This is how, this is what happened. Right? <laughs> don't you don't you feel and it, that's uh, yeah, yep. And I actually had when I when I was in uh, when I was in acting school, I had a guy. I went to I went to the Eugene Neal Theater Center for a semester a Duke to see if I could if I really wanted to do this acting thing. And um, this guy Martin Falando, he said to me, he said, you know. Um, he said two things. The first thing was, so just sing all the time. And I said, yeah, I guess I do. Because I used to just walk around always singing myself. And um, he <laughs> said, um, you, uh, that's, that's a lie. And I said, what do you mean that's a lie? He said, well, it, you do that so that people think that you're happy. I said, well, I think I'm happy. He's like, no, no one's that happy. He said, it's, it's, you, you really should look at, at why you do that. Because it's definitely a lie. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'll look at that, but I think you might be wrong. I think you might be a little twisted. And then, and then his other thing was, he said, if, if, nothing, if, if nothing bad has ever happened in your life, then you can't be an actor because, you know, you have to have this bad stuff to feed on. And I thought, well, gosh, then I, I like, nothing really bad has ever happened in my life. But now I look back at my life now and I say, still nothing really bad has happened in my life. It's really how you look at it. Yeah. If someone else was living my life, they might look back and go, oh God, you know, oh, there was that time you got mugged in New York, and there's a time your fiance died, and then there's a time your apartment got broken into, and oh my God, that time when that guy jumped you in the park, you know, like, yeah, okay. But, what do you, what do you but do I don't it? see it that way. Yeah, so yeah, I think there are a lot of people, well, I'm gonna eat bonbons till I weigh 600 pounds and go on disability and my life's over with. And, and, right, and right. You're, and yeah. you're defiant and you say, what do you got, man? Bring it on. You can't yeah. stop me, you anyway. cannot stop me. And don't bet against me. Yep. That's right. <laughs> okay, I would take up your entire day, but <clears throat> I don't think I should, so. Best of luck to you, I'm gonna follow you around, I'm gonna stalk you and see how your success is oh, going. All right, I, I, I'd love for you to stalk me, Bruce. Okay. That's great. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks so much, bye-bye. All right, bye. thanks, bye-bye. I am no one's baby, I am not a girl. I spent some five decades rattling round this world I am not the next new thing, I've been here too long I have spent my life turning stories into song I am not silver, I am not gold No precious metal for you to mold 
I am a river rock Tumbled smooth by the rush of life This life I choose I have come to see things Through a prism lens As I make this journey Closer to its end At many times I'm troubled By much of what I see But I won't waste my breath Declaring you've done this to me I am not silver I am not gold No precious metal For you to mold I am a river rock Tumbled smooth By the rush of life This life I choose I am a river rock Tumbled smooth by the rush of life This life I choose Every step along the way I made my own choice I try to choose the truth That's how I found my Second chance, I have a lifetime to learn this dance. I made a plan to live until 
lead singer of Grand Funk Railroad, Mark Farner. When I set up in Florida, we were doing hurricane relief concert, and um, my brothers from ACDC were there, and uh, Derringer, Frampton, uh, Pat Travers, myself, uh, Ronnie Montreux. I mean, it was a bunch of people that got together and raise money for the hurricane victims. England's Neil Fitzsimon of Fitzsimon and Brogan. Yeah, I, I wish I could say I'd recorded in like number two studio, which was the Beatles, but I did get to go in there, actually, um, with... It's a platform for artists to share their backstories. You do a song with the guy that sang Hooked on a Feeling. Bjorn Quist. It's, uh, it's really amazing for me to do that, because... Uh, uh, he's been one of my idols for a very long time, and uh, I know, I know when I get really old, I want to look back at my career and think like, oh, I've done like him, you know. Catch it on BetterEachDay.me. It's a platform for artists to share their backstories. with a lifetime guarantee. And we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better.